Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts because it's near and dear to the heart of the Father. I'm going to talk about the power of the cross of Christ. Um, This is something that excites me. It's something that um, should never be too far from our preaching, the simplicity of the cross of Christ, the power of the cross in our lives today. You know, and I'd like to read from 1 Corinthians to start off with because we can never say it uh, better than God's Word says it. Uh, And so I want to read there as uh, the Apostle Paul is writing to the Corinthians here in 1 Corinthians in verse 17. And Paul says, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since the wisdom of God... Uh, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For the Jews request a sign, the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God." Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen, and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence, but in him... You are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. And then Paul says, I want to read on, he said in verse or chapter 2, verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Wow, I want to go back to uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 18, and and that's where I just want to talk for a few minutes today. It, It says, Paul here, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. You you understand today that um, the cross of Christ is much disputed. Um, there, every other religion rejects the the forgiveness that we all find at the foot of the cross. If the Islam rejects the idea of a sin bearing Savior. 
According to the Quran, each person will reap the fruit of their own deeds. It's unthinkable uh, to them that a major prophet would would die on a cross like Christ died. And you know, we to have a savior of the world, to have a a Lord, a King, a Savior like the Messiah, like Jesus Christ, come and die for our sins. It's the cross is rejected by so many, but that foolishness, it, it's foolishness to them. But to us who are saved, it is the power of God. And, and uh, you know, if we look at Hinduism, they accept the death of Christ, but they reject his ability to die for and forgive sins. And so again, the power of, of God through Christ on the cross is the, the way to be saved. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to get to the Father is through Christ. He's the mediator, not a man, not a religion, uh, but Christ himself. And if we look at humanism, and that's what I want to look at for a few moments today, if you look at the uh, secular humanist, if you look at this postmodern culture, this world, we've got to understand that for years that secular humanism has slipped into the church. It has slipped into the place where it's been um, over the generations, has uh, the last several decades, has, has watered down uh, you know, the gospel. Uh, humanism rejects the notion of the cross altogether. That's how you can tell when a church or a Christian has has um, slipped into humanism, has watered down the gospel, uh, postmodern culture. The cross is becomes foolishness. The cross becomes something that doesn't need to be preached anymore. The, the cross is not the pivotal aspect of the power of God in our lives, but it, it is. God says it is, and we know that it is. It's without the cross, cross uh, the cross of Christ in 33 AD, AD 33, um, Jesus Christ, our Savior, split time when he suffered uh, and died on the cross um, for our sins. You know, if you, you understand today about, about humanism, it, that we understand that God specifically talks about two things in his word and more about power, the power of God. He says the cross here is the power of God. That we come to the cross, we're actually coming to a crossroads in our life. We're actually coming to an intersection between death and life, an intersection between our sin and our old nature and new life. It's coming to the cross is, is why it's the power of God, because it's at that place of the cross where we can all meet Christ, anyone from anyone any tribe, tongue, nation of the world today will we'll meet Christ at that same cross. We, we all, it's available to every one of us, no matter our race, no matter our, our uh, nationality, no matter what, what nation we live in today, no matter where we're listening to this program from, it's the cross of Christ that has the power. It's Jesus Christ on that cross. And the fear of the Lord, the fear of that moment is the beginning of wisdom um, for us to know to, and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and to begin to follow him. So the Lord talks about, and it's very plain here in the, these verses I read, that the cross is the power of God. But he also says that in Acts 1 and 8, that that power would come upon us when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. He said, you know, when that promise comes back to us, the power of the Holy Spirit would come upon us and we'd be endued with power from on high, power to be his witnesses. And then, in, you know, in 2 Timothy 3 and 5, it says, 
that we should actually, in the last days, we should watch out for those who have a form of godliness but deny the power. Any church today, any religion today, any denomination today, any Christian, uh, any, any professing Christian today that says they believe in God but deny the power of the cross and deny the power of the Holy Spirit, we can see that that's where humanism has slipped in to the church and to the gospel. And so if you do away from the cross, if you do away with the cross, you do away with the power of God to save. You do away um, with, well, you make Jesus just a great teacher, just a, a prophet, but not not God, not the savior of the world. And so we, we must be very careful today that we're not deceived. You know, the Bible says, and I believe this has happened in America where I live, that, that strong delusion will come when people don't develop a love for the truth. The truth is, the cross has the same power it did in AD 33. The the cross and Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when you don't hear the cross being preached, when you don't hear the Christ of the cross being preached, you know, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4.13, Paul said again, we believe and therefore we speak. If, if we believe that there's power in the cross, we're going to hear more about the cross of Christ. We're going to understand that even in the Old Testament, the law, it pointed to the cross. It pointed, it pointed out our sin. It pointed out our need for a Savior. It pointed out the sacrifice that had to be made. But the one it was pointing to was the Christ, Jesus Christ on the cross. He's the one. Many died on crosses before Christ ever died on his cross. We see in China and India, history, history, historical facts of people dying on the cross. But the difference was this, this one that died on the cross in AD 33, Jesus Christ, he's the Messiah. He's the one that was prophesied would come. He's not just a great prophet, not just a not just a great teacher, um, not just a, a somebody that blesses us, but he is he is our savior. He's the one that can, the only one that for, can forgive sins. He was crucified. This Jesus who was crucified lived. He was both Lord and Savior. You know, we we sometimes we tell so many people you can you know. Christ wants to come and live in your life. He wants to come live in your heart, live in, live in you. And that's so true. He does. Today, if you don't know him, he wants to come live in you and be your Lord and Savior. But to understand that, you have to understand first, before he comes to live in us, he had to come and live on this earth. He had to come and live, and he had to come and, and, and die and be crucified in our place for our sins so that we could have eternal life. That's how he came to live in our life. That's how he can come to live in your life as you follow him, uh, you know, as your, your Lord and Savior today. When we understand that, uh, it, it, it brings a whole different aspect to the power of the cross. I ask God, God, please help me preach the cross clearer all the time. I don't want to be fascinated. Paul said, it's not my excellency of speech. What Paul was saying was, there's not an, an intellectual pathway to God. God is a spirit and we connect him uh, heart to heart through faith. He must drop, you know, s- some preacher said one day he dropped 16 inches from our head down into our heart. 
that that takes place because of the cross. I, I don't want to just preach to itching ears. I don't want to just speak to get a crowd. Uh, I just want to preach the cross. Paul was way smarter than me. I, I promise you, he was he was a very learned man, as the Bible tells us. But we got to understand it's the foolishness of preaching of the cross that draws people today. I pray today you're stirred. Um, to get a hold of God. You're stirred. There's still room at the cross for you to come and meet Jesus and become a Christ follower. Maybe somebody out there, you've been thinking about it. You've been, you've been in your mind, you've been pondering. And I pray it comes, becomes very clear to you today uh, through this message that it's the message of the cross. Maybe you're a preacher listening and you think, I need to get back to preaching the simplicity of the cross. It's not about productions when I preach. It's not about uh, the lights the you know smoke and 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 the cameras and the, the sound and everything but it's about the simple preaching of the cross still saves people really does i just the other week i was preaching and i thought boy i didn't do very well preaching but i was preaching the simplicity of the cross and come to find out when i went home that there was somebody that really that preaching of the cross it, at four in the morning they got up and and uh they believed that god was wanting them to come even come to church and uh God touched them in that service where I thought nothing happened, but it was the simplicity of the power of the cross, bringing hope to a person that was broken. It's still his power today, friends. It's still his might. You know, we really got to understand that it's, it's getting back to the preaching of the cross, the foolishness of the cross, the foolishness of understanding that our sins can be forgiven by only one way, through the cross of Christ, through Christ of the cross. When we talk about the message of the cross, and I'm already running out of time today, we see the severity of our sin that Christ had to go to the cross. We see the seriousness of our condition that God himself would come wrap himself in flesh and to die for our sins. The cross was serious. We see the sacrifice of our Savior when we think that while we were still sinners, Christ would die for us on that cross. We see the sacrifice that our Savior made for us, and we see the solution for our salvation. He's the solution for your salvation today, friend. If, you're, if you don't know God or not following God, today's your opportunity to call on him and say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I ask you to forgive me based on what you did on the cross, the power of the cross. Forgive me of all my sins. And Jesus, I know you came to live for me. Now I want you to live in my life. You're the solution for my salvation today. I pray that would happen to every single person living or listening to my voice in Jesus name. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.